I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, your LAFC gateway drug and the only LAFC podcast that will completely miss Decision Day. I'm Travis Helwig. And I'm Jaron Miller. Welcome to our preview of LAFC's final MLS match of the regular season versus Vancouver Whitecaps FC on Saturday, October 21st at 6 p.m. at BC Place in Vancouver. You can watch it on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV+. And of course, we'll be live streaming our post-game call-in show 10 minutes after the final whistle at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. Travis and I will unfortunately be at a wedding that night, so we won't be doing the live stream, but Vince and a special guest will be doing the live stream, and you're not going to want to miss out. Mom and dad will be away. You guys get to go nuts. Yes, you're not going to want to miss that, but again, we are. We're going to miss it. Later in the show, we're going to play a game about the city of Vancouver, and as always, we're going to talk about all the storylines for the match and make some bets, but first, we're going to completely waste your time for about three to five minutes because you forced us to do it after our first episode, and we've just sort of gone with it, even though we hate every minute of it. It's time for listener-mandated banter. Darren, how you doing? Uh, well, what a question. Uh, can you believe I have to answer this? I don't know. This was a, a fun week. It was uh, my wife's birthday and also our anniversary. Oh, nice. But we, but we have three kids, so we weren't able to do much for either, really. <laughs> Whenever people have kids, so, they really do a good job of selling it to me. <laughs> yeah. We had well, two I, things I to have fun with, but we yeah, couldn't do it because of our children. there was no fun. Fun's not allowed. Yeah. We outlawed it for <laughs> ourselves <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. I don't know where I'm – where am I supposed to fall on that spectrum? Which spectrum? Like, the spectrum of like – I always feel like I'm – the more honest I am, the more I sound like, oh, you don't love your children. Everybody gets it. <laughs> Everybody gets it. It's like anyone who's like – it's a gift and every day yeah. is a joy. Like yeah, those people, everyone's yeah. like, fuck you. You clearly have two nannies. Like, I think the reason, yeah, I think I'm really just kind of honest enough just to be like, just so you know, it's not that. Like that's yeah. not 
I don't feel that way. <laughs> I don't think anyone would look at you and think of you as a neglectful parent. I think someone would look at you and maybe be like, that guy's got to be a way too active parent. I feel like that's the vibe you give off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> I overdo it <laughs> in every way. But there is a lot of like, I mean, I think a reasonable thing is like that guy's podcasting a lot for a guy with three kids. <laughs> I guess so. I'll say this. There's a lot of people who podcast a lot more with a lot more kids than you. Or not maybe not more kids, but they podcast way more than we do. Dude, I always want 30 minutes once like, a week. Yeah, I was the people who have like family Instagram and YouTube accounts and like do a lot of like influencers with their kids. Now that I have kids, it's insane to me that they're able to do that logistically. Like it seems crazy that there are it's people wild. like and their kids doing content. Like that's they're, crazy. They, whenever they're like, when like a family, be, it, there's just something about it. And if you're listening and you do that, I'm not talking about just you. Just explain I guess. it to us. But, I guess. <laughs> I, like, there's just some like I go both ways because I'm also like you know how people put the emojis over the baby's face. Like sometimes I'm like mm. that's stupid, but at the other side of it, I'm like, but also making your baby do an, uh video on YouTube with you so that you can monetize it and make money. <laughs> Is yeah, equally gross. You know, like they're both, I mean, not equally. That's more gross than putting an emoji over your baby's face. But you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you, it, it, I, my friend Paul did a really funny thing recently where he had a photo with his newborn, who I think is nine months old now. And he put an emoji over his own face and put the baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. I don't, I'm not judging anyone. Everyone do whatever you want to do. We're all just trying yeah, our same. best. Same. I think you're a great father, Darren. Everyone, and, thank you. Um, I think everyone's your wife. Thank you. Yeah, everyone is not doing well in terms of like, well, everyone's not doing well, but also everyone's bad at whatever they're trying to do. Let's not kid ourselves. No one's great. In the world? <laughs> yeah. I would say there's a few, very few people in the world who are good at what they do exclusively. <laughs> and I'm like yeah. trying to think, but it's like LeBron James has lost a lot of games in the finals. You know, like he's yeah. he's lost more than he's won. Uh, he's not that good. <laughs> it's funny to think about like everyone. Aaron, everyone actually remember is like not this that is good. an LA sports podcast. <laughs> you can't talk he's bad fine. about the Los Angeles. I mean, he's Lakers. better than everyone else. He's sure compared to all the other players in that sport. He's he's good. I would say we are the Dennis Schroeder of podcasting. You know, like there's there's some yeah. LeBron James out there, but we're 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 like. We're enough to play, but we shouldn't be yeah. starting. You, were like, you know, oh, that, guy's on the, that guy's there. Okay, cool. He's got like um, a weird. Right. He's got one of those characters under one of the names in his last name. That's interesting. <laughs> the umlaut. <laughs> yeah, I should have an umlaut. I don't want to be any more German. There, we be. I don't need to associate with being German anymore. And then I already anymore. do. Oh. Yeah, I, anymore. Not since World War II when it was cool. Uh, <laughs> All right, start All right. the show before we walk down some slippery slopes together. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Well, it is the last regular season match for LAFC. And as a casual fan, I, of course, want them to end the season strong. But I also know there has to be more to this match than just let's play one more before the playoffs start. There's probably a lot to consider between who to start and sit with the playoffs coming up, who's healthy, what to expect from the Whitecaps, and a whole bunch of other stuff. But I can't keep up with all that. I'm busy keeping up with a job in an industry of pure chaos, a house full of kids causing pure chaos, and a world full of horrific wars that make me look like a complete idiot for calling my ridiculously privileged life chaotic. What am I going to dig into the nuances of a soccer game? Yes. 
It's the only thing that keeps me sane. And luckily, my friend Travis, the human LAFC crazy wall, is here each week to use his insanity to prevent mine by explaining what's really going on beneath the surface of each week's matchup so we can all enjoy it so much more in a segment we call Storylines. Got to say, I am surprised you were the f- one to bring up the wars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Why won't Happy Foot, Sad Foot make a statement? <laughs> <laughs> Darren, Everyone's we've waiting it. to find out what we think about current events. And <laughs> Does Happy Foot, politics. Sad Foot support Hamas? If they don't say anything, they must support Hamas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Darren, we've made it. It's the last game of the regular season. We started a podcast way back in February, and besides a few exceptions, we did a preview episode and a post-game episode for almost all 33 regular season LAFC games. And I just want to start by saying it's been incredibly fun to do this with you, and I am so grateful that we started doing it, and I'm so thankful that you're my friend. I feel the same way. Thank you so much for saying that. And even more importantly, I am so, so grateful that we've been embraced by such a vibrant community of incredibly hot and horny LAFC fans who have made (laughs) us feel so welcome in this club. And genuinely, thank you, everyone, for listening and subscribing and telling your friends. And thank you to the other LAFC podcasts for being so kind and helpful. The writer's strike flew by for me because I got to hang out with all of you this year. And it's our last game of the regular season. Things are about to get crazy. And I just wanted to say thank you right now. All that sappy bullshit out of the way. It's our last game of the regular season, which means, Darren, it's decision day. And that brings us to the first and most important storyline of the week, right up top, which is this. Just how much home field advantage are we going to get in the playoffs, baby? So if you've been paying attention, Darren, and I know you have, you'll know that we play well at home. And when we're away, we play whatever the opposite of good is. And I don't want to say the word, but it's the opposite of good. It's Um, not good. No, it's not good. And because of that, seeding in the playoffs is incredibly important. The higher the seed, the more home games we will get during the playoffs. Last year during our MLS Cup run, we got to play every single game of the playoffs, including the finals at home. That went a long way to helping us win, and that will not be the case this year. Where do we stand this time around? Well, Darren, I regret to inform you, is a tight table. Is a tight table. It's- Tight table is a very tight table. table. (laughs) And where exactly is our place in that tight table? Well, we are currently second in the West with no chance of catching first place. Second is the best we can do. And because of some lucky results this weekend, there is officially now no chance of us dropping below fourth place. That means for at least the first round of the playoffs, we will have home field advantage, which is huge. I'm very thankful. And a brief reminder about that first round. This year, it's a best of three, which means we'll play at home the first game. And if a third game is required, we'll play at home for that third game as well. After that in the playoffs, we go to single game playoffs, or as I like to call them, best of one series. Following so far, how's your brain doing? (laughs) That format is completely unhinged, and I don't feel like an idiot about saying it. 
It, I feel like I know just, enough to be confident grab. in saying, what the fuck? It's a cash grab. They wanted everyone to have some home games so they could sell tickets, and they wanted yeah. more messy games. Uh, it's a very funny, like, it's funny when something like this comes up and you can picture the boardroom thing where they're just like, <laughs> I've got an idea. What if we did more games? What yeah. if the thing that makes us money, we did more of? And everyone was like, whoa. Initially, the big the big thing they were going to do is they were going to do group stages like the World Cup. And everyone was like, that's insane. Why would There's like that's so much travel? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so what does all that mean for this week? Well, Darren, because we are in sole possession of second place, it means we control our destiny. If we win against Vancouver on Saturday, we stay in second place. It's that clean. It's that simple. Sounds good, Ooh. right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that brings us to our second storyline of the match, Darren, which is this. What happens if we lose? Darren, what do you know about Decision Day? Okay, I'll tell you what I know about Decision Day. I know that all the games happen at the same time, so no one can – there's no funny business. No one can, like, throw a game or stop trying. That's pretty much all I know. Darren, that's exactly right. So basically, okay. I'm going to still read what I got, but you kind of said it simpler than I'm about to say it. Basically, every single team in the league plays at the same day. The Eastern Conference plays at one time. The Western Conference plays at another time. Oh, Why? I didn't know that. Because I thought it was they everyone don't all want- at once. Yeah, it's just because the playoffs are separated by the conferences, so they they have the oh, two different times. Yeah. Why do they do this? They don't want teams to game who they get to play against in the playoffs. If teams played at different times, inevitably some would be in a better position to figure out who they were going to play against. They would try to lose. Or if two teams benefited from a tie, they would just pass the ball back and forth until the game was over. They do the same thing on the last game of the group stage at the World Cup as well. It's just to make sure that everyone's on an equal playing field and the games at the end of the season are all hard fought. No one is just laying down and letting a win happen. Everyone's playing to win. If we lose on decision day to Vancouver, Darren, things get complicated. Here's where it gets wonky. I apologize for all the numbers and bullshit I'm about to get into, but this is what the storylines are coming into this match. Okay. It's possible I got some of this wrong too, but I double checked it and I'm pretty sure that this is right. So I'm doing my best, everyone. You all know this isn't my job. Just saying that. <laughs> um, okay. As I said- yeah, fuck. Okay. As no, I no, said, wait. We'll, we, just, we'll just say that. We'll just blame it on Vince. That always works. Vince gave me bad info. As I said, <laughs> we can't drop below second, right? But there are two teams that could move ahead of us and force us to third or fourth. The Seattle Sounders are in third place, just a single point behind us. And the Houston Dynamo are in fourth place, three points behind us. So let's game this out. Let's say okay. we tie. A tie, Darren, as far as you know, is worth how many points? One point. Good boy. One point <laughs> added to our current 51 points means that we end the season with? Oh, uh, 52 points. Sorry, I just wasn't listening. That's a, that's a good boy. In that situation, <laughs> with 52 points, Houston cannot jump ahead of us. We end no matter what in third place with a tie. Seattle, well, no, with a tie, we can end in second or third, but third's the lowest if we get a tie. Seattle, however, can jump ahead of us with a win because they have 50 points. 50 plus three is? That's 53, my friend. Correct. And that's more than what we would have. And you said how much we would have was 51 plus one, which is what? Still 52, I believe. 52. So 53, Seattle, 52, LAFC. But- 
it might be difficult for them to get a win because they are playing the best team in the West, St. Louis City. City. In St. Louis. St. Louis is very Lewis. good at home. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> they capitalize Sorry. different words in their name each time. Um, <laughs> they're very good at home. But St. Louis, like I said, can't get knocked out of first. So there's a world in which they do rest players. Seattle has much more to play for than St. Louis in this game. So it's a tough situation for Seattle, but there is a world in which St. Louis decides to give some minutes off to some people who who need it. If we tie and Seattle beats St. Louis, Seattle ends up in second, we end up in third. If we tie and Seattle ties or loses to St. Louis, we remain in second place. Got it? Yes. That's everything that could happen with a tie. If we tie, we're either second or third. Now, what happens if we lose? A loss, as far as you know, Darren, is worth how many points? Zero points. That's a very good boy. And (laughs) so that means if we we have 51 points right now and we earn zero points, how many points will we have at the end of the season? 51. That's correct. If we end the season with 51 points, this is when we have to factor in both Seattle and Houston. It's going to get more complicated, baby. Houston is playing Portland. A win for Houston against Portland puts Houston at 51 points. They're currently at 48 plus three. That's 51. 51 is what we currently have. So the best Houston can do. I remembered it. Yep. Is, is get the same as what we have. So if we lose and Houston beats Portland, they are tied with us in points. This game for Houston and Portland is kind of a must win for both teams. Portland, it's a must win if they want to make sure they stay in the playoffs. There's scenarios where they lose and stay in the playoffs, but they're not going to risk it. They're going to play to win. They have to. The game is also in Portland where they play well. Houston wants a win because uh, with a loss, they could drop as low as sixth in the seeding. But who cares? How does that game affect us? Well, if we lose and end with 51 points and Seattle ties to St. Louis, that means they also could end the season with 51 points. A Houston win would give them 51 points. A Seattle tie would give them 51 points. A LAFC loss would give us 51 points. A three-way tie for second place. Are you following? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. By less than before, though. Okay. All you need to know is if we lose, there's a world in which we could end up in fourth place. And here's yes. how it happens. We go to tiebreakers. Yes. This, so, and, and also Seattle could win and we would be in third and then we'd be tied for third. This still all applies. We go to tiebreakers. First tiebreaker is total number of wins. Currently on the season, we have 14 wins. Seattle and Houston both have 13. So in the situation I'm gaming out, where Houston wins and we lose, we are then tied after the first tiebreaker with Houston for either third or fourth place. The next tiebreaker, Darren, any guesses what's after total number of wins? Goal differential. You got it. Goal differential. That's how many goals we score over the course of the season, subtracted by the number of goals that we let in. Our goal differential currently is 15. Seattle's is seven. So if we're tied with Seattle at any point on decision day, there's a it would be hard for them to catch us in goal differential. Okay. So I feel pretty good about us in that situation. Great. But against Houston, it gets a little messier. Houston's current goal differential is 11 and ours is 15. So if goal differential stays the same, we would beat them 
on that tiebreaker. However, any situation in which they tie us, goal differential will not be the same because that means they have won and we have lost, which means we will drop in goal differential and they will rise in goal differential. So let's just say for fun, Darren, we lose three to zero and Houston wins two to zero. Our goal differential then becomes 12 and their goal differential becomes 13. Boom. They jump ahead of us. Okay. (laughs) Wow. There's a bunch of other goal combinations that allows for that too, but basically they have to make up four goals on us by either us letting those in or them making a bunch of goals. But the worst case scenario is we lose by three, Houston wins by two, Seattle wins their game. That puts Seattle at second, Houston at third, and us all the way down at fourth. Does that make sense? That's the absolute worst case scenario. I know that was a lot. We're following? Yes, I'm following. Yes, that was. And just because I know that there's some fucking sickos out there that are wondering, what if we in Houston are tied on goal differential? Here's the list of tiebreakers after that. Just to say it, I'm not going to game it out. (laughs) It goes most wins, goal differential, then goals four. We have 53, Houston has 48, Seattle only has 39, not to be worried about. After that, it's fewest disciplinary points, a stat I refuse to look up, and that's where we're ending it. I'm not going to know what that means. (laughs) Someone's just going to tell me whether or not we're better than them. Um, I doubt it. Yeah, it's it's Palacio single-handedly will put us in fourth. Yeah, (laughs) All that is to say, we get to ignore... All that fucking bullshit, Darren, if we just get a win against Vancouver. If we tie or lose in Vancouver, then we got to deal with that math shit. But if we go to Vancouver and get a fucking win, we don't have to think about anything else. We end second in the West. Darren, I sent a ton of info at you. How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm a very visual learner, so that was tough for me. You're usually the the crazy wall. I, I do well with crazy walls. This time it was the... The like math going toward the camera meme. I'm I'm less good at that one. Yes. Well, look, Darren, (laughs) this still brings us to our final storyline of the match, which is this. Vancouver really wants to win this game. Vancouver have had a great stretch at the end of the year, and they want to finish out strong. They currently have 47 points tied for fifth in the West. Just one point behind Houston at 48. They're good. A Vancouver win makes home field advantage a possibility for them. But maybe luckily for us, a Vancouver loss can only have them go as low as six. So the game isn't as important, but they do have the possibility of moving into the top four and getting home field advantage. And for a team in Canada that has to travel a lot, that home field could mean a lot. Vancouver has been led this season by Brian White, a man who I know we've spoken about on the show before because I went on a long tangent about Ryan White, the author whose book about AIDS I had to read when I was in middle school in 1998. Brian White has 15 goals and five assists on the season. He was in the running for Golden Boot before Denny went ham. They also have a really strong player in Ryan Gauld, who has 11 goals and 15 assists on the season, which, dare I say, is Diego Rossi-esque. Vancouver is also home to our old pal Tristan Blackman, who I could say for certain would kick my ass in a fight if he (laughs) ever wanted to fight me. Darren, what's your opinion of Tristan Blackman? Seems kind of like the guy who... Might be down to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, he seems like someone you don't want to fuck with. I'm scared. Like, I would scared to be around him when he's drunk, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's going to punch some drywall. Those are the storylines. <laughs> that's, that's come up a handful of times on this show, and every time it's right. 
<laughs> that is a category <laughs> of soccer player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those are the storylines for this week's match. Decision day is always crazy because it's filled with my two favorite things, insane storylines and a table so tight, a French high wire act could walk between the twin towers on it. (laughs) When we come back, we're going to play a game about Vancouver. And we're back. Well, Travis, this is the portion of the show where we, Generally go a, lot, a little deeper into the team that we're playing in this next match. Maybe we have a guest interview with an expert. Maybe we get into the tactics more. We bring Vince in. We've faced Vancouver twice already this year. Well, three times if you're counting both legs of the CCL. I don't care. I don't care. I don't know if you care. Every time we've recorded, we've avoided talking about them. I think we had interviews about different subjects both times. seems like every time it comes to them on the table, we're like, I don't feel like talking about them. Let's do something else. That's so right. we're going to maybe we split the difference this time and we can talk about Vancouver. But instead of talking about the team, we can just do a fun, random trivia game about Vancouver. I like that idea because I don't want to think about Vancouver. I don't want to know anything about Vancouver. Well, I guess I'm about to learn about Vancouver. You're about to learn very surface level things that you will not care to retain and will not be helpful to know about Vancouver. I'm excited. I've never been to Vancouver, so this is good for me, actually. Me neither. I was supposed to go to Vancouver for a show I was writing on that got shut down. Like the it was the first show that David Zaslov shut down for Warner Brothers, and we didn't realize yet that he was just shutting down every show. But we were just like, I guess David Zaslav hates the show we wrote. I'm not going to Vancouver anymore. That's crazy. So for a bit, you were like, oh, he just singled us out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Turns out he just was shutting down TBS entirely. That's fun. Yeah. All um, right, let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah, okay. So this is, what should we call this? Vancouver, <laughs> I hardly knew her. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In my head, I was like, 
what can I title this that isn't Vancouver? I hardly knew her. <laughs> <laughs> it's that now. It's hard. <laughs> but I think it has to be. Okay. Vancouver? I hardly knew her. Oh, boy. Okay, Travis, let's see how well you know Vancouver and how lazy I was at putting together these questions. Are you ready? <laughs> I can't wait to oh, find out what the you... Wikipedia page about Vancouver says. <laughs> Luckily, you won't have to. Hey, if you're listening or watching at home, don't cheat and go to the Wikipedia page. (laughs) Okay, question number one, Travis. Vancouver is often regarded as one of the most beautiful cities to live in, in not just Canada, but the entire world. This is due to A, a nice urban skyline, B, beautiful mountains, C, proximity to the Pacific Ocean, lakes, etc., D, gardens, art, museums, that sort of shit. Or E, who gives a shit? LA has all this stuff and it's 15 degrees hotter. Also, the soccer team is good. (laughs) E. E. It's obviously E. That's exactly right. Which of the following is not a nickname used to describe Vancouver? A, Rain City or Raincouver. B, Terminal City. C, No Fun City or No Fun Coover. D, Blandcouver. Or E, none of the above. This shit is bleak. Terminal City? That one that one makes so little sense. It has to be real. Like Terminal City. I guess it could be the city where the movie The Terminal takes place. Which honestly cool. I like that movie. Which one is not real? I'm gonna say no fun Coover because that's not a good nickname. The answer was E, none of the above. This shit is bleak. No fun Coover is actually probably the most popular nickname of all of this. <laughs> uh referring city? to but yeah, I actually successfully tricked you on that because all the other <laughs> ones are so bleak. But Terminal City is just referring to like train terminals or some shit. Every city has got a train terminal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some stupid. <laughs> the the No Funcouver thing is like they – I think they mostly fixed this recently, but not entirely. But they had very like archaic liquor laws. Oh, okay. Okay. There's, the population well, – I do know one was, thing about Vancouver, which is that when all the film sets go to Vancouver to shoot – they all stay at the same hotel and it's basically like known as a, fu- a Hollywood fuck hotel where like all of the crews of different shows meet in the bar after long days of work and just fuck each other. It's like so many marriages have ended in the Vancouver fuck hotel. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. How has there not been a show or a movie about that? <laughs> that's a great idea. Uh, Darren, if you're, if anyone's listening, that's ours. That's ours. ours. We got it. Sorry. Happy career, sad career. Okay. We al- we almost missed the riveting question about the population. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> the population of Vancouver, the city, not the <laughs> metro area, is A, 660,000, B, 1 million, C, 436,000, or D, 1.8 million. This is just a question about the population. <laughs> I love that all the – it's like – There's no How do I make a – how to make a funny number. What's a funny number to put? Okay. So the population of New York City is like 8 point something million. And that's the okay. biggest city in America. Vancouver looks like New York and that's why they shoot there. But it's not. Or no, they shoot Toronto for New York. I guess they shoot Vancouver for a lot of stuff. I, I we'll think it's got to be over a million because it's a pretty big. It is a big city for Canada. I think it's the second biggest city in Canada or it's up there. I'm going to say the the not 1.8, 1 million, whatever that one was. The answer was A, 
thousand. That's so small. I'm sorry, 660,000. I, for some reason, defaulted to Satan. Hell. Yeah, it's small. Yep, and that's what we learned from that question. (laughs) (laughs) Can you guys tell? This is like senioritis. We made it to the last episode, and we're like, I don't know, just ask it. We'll do the population. Should we try? (laughs) But also, that's kind of the point about Vancouver. Like, I looked, because before we decided to do this, I looked into this and I looked into the team. I, I did the research to be like, what's interesting here? And the answer is nothing. It's genuinely nothing. I'm sorry. I do. And if you I want to live in Vancouver and you know that I'm wrong, that's fine. I, inform me, please. I was not able to glean anything that actually interested me from the research that I did. <laughs> I, I have heard that it's beautiful, but yes, it does seem boring. A peek behind the curtain is Darren was like, should we try to get like a big guest? And I was like, nah. <laughs> We'll figure it out. And then this is what we'll figure it out. <laughs> this is a we'll figure it out. This was the best idea of anything that we had come up with. And Travis texted me, hey, in the middle of a panic attack, but I just had an idea for what we could do for the segment. I did <laughs> clarify like, that yep, I'm, I like the I'm idea. waiting for the medicine to kick in. I'm doing okay. But yes, I was in my bed having a panic attack. And I was like, well, I figured it out. <laughs> Ask about the population. And I genuinely was, I genuinely was like, hope he's okay. But also, that's a great idea. <laughs> No, you handled it well. I was like, I don't need anything. I'm good. Uh, Just letting you know. Bye. It was also me being like, I had to tell you that because I was like, I can't engage in a conversation about this. I'm just throwing it out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go for it. I'm driving on steroids is what that one is. Okay. Vancouver is home to not only the Whitecaps, but also the Vancouver Canucks in the NHL. Between them, they have how many total championships all time? A, three, all Canucks. B, two, one Canucks Stanley Cup and one Whitecaps MLS Cup. C, one. Or D, zero. The Canucks suck too. I think it's zero. I think it's zero total. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. Yes. I like follow hockey tangentially enough to know that they suck. Them and the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. And now we'll talk about the CFL. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the Whitecaps mascot is A, Quachi, a Sasquatch from a local legend who lives in the forest. B, Spike, a belted kingfisher, a common bird in Vancouver. C, Miga, a mythical sea bear, part killer whale, part kermode bear. Or D, Whitey the Whitecap, an upside down snowcap mountain with a white goatee and aviators. Man, you did good with this one because I all of them I was like, this is too stupid to be real. I feel like it's the Sasquatch. No, you fell into my trap. That was the a mascot from when Vancouver hosted the Olympics. Right. Yes. The Which one is, is it? Is it the guy with the goatee and aviators? <laughs> no, I made that one up. And the answer is B. Spike, a belted kingfisher, a common bird in Vancouver. Which is, of course, cool. The, the, more, most, the most boring, boring of- one. <laughs> oh, you know what our mascot should be? The thing that makes this more lively and interesting and fun. A bird that's around. Yeah, they better do a fucking mountain with sunglasses on. That guy, that would rule. Yeah, man. That was what I was like. What should it be? Okay. Turn turn the mountain upside down. And Guy Fieri as a mountain. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> All right. According to comments in a This better be Reddit the book. last question. This better be <laughs> no, the last question. Well, okay. Stuff, don't worry. There's fun stuff. It gets more fun. According yeah, to the comments. There's a lot coming. <laughs> oh, not a lot. No, I don't know. You, whatever. I'll cut stuff. Let's go. Let's go. According to comments in a random Reddit post I found, <laughs> Vancouver is home to the first Canadian location for all the following popular U.S. chains, except A, McDonald's, B, Wendy's, C, Ikea, D, Zanku Chicken, or E, Krispy Kreme. 
Fuck this question. <laughs> Zanku chicken. There's definitely not a Zanku chicken in Vancouver. There could be. There's no Zanku chicken in Vancouver. <laughs> You're right. It's Zanku chicken. Crazy that all those other ones are there, though, right? <laughs> Can you believe it? Vancouver is actually very L.A. Which of the following L.A. things is not true? A, movies and TV shows are shot in Vancouver a lot. B, Botox was invented in Vancouver. C, Greenpeace was founded in Vancouver. D, the California roll was first created in Vancouver. Or E, the MLS team has anything interesting about it that's worth talking about even a little bit. I know E is not true. Well, there's I your answer. It's- <laughs> Which of the following wasn't true? Oh, then it's E. <laughs> they're like running around boats saving orcas that's that's some fucking canada shit who knew that we shouldn't have saved the orcas at all they're killing it out there they're doing great <laughs> also, they're destroying all the, the boats Orkham, the seattle sounders orca merch i'm loving yeah, that orca totally merch. yeah that's awesome the canucks are uh, their mascot is an orca i believe so yeah i like their i like their branding yeah okay this is the this is the last the grand finale are you ready for the 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 biggest part of this ridiculously bland <laughs> trivia game. The Coove the Coove explosion. <laughs> Are we ready for it? It's Coovetober, yeah. baby. It's Coovetober. <laughs> In addition to all the previously mentioned downer nicknames, Vancouver is also often called Hollywood North because so many films are shot there and no one in Vancouver knows that North Hollywood exists and that I lived there for a while. <laughs> I'm going to give you the top 20 U.S. grossing films with Vancouver marked as a filming location in IMDb. I'm going to ask you afterwards, how many have I actually seen and what were they? Are you ready? That's great. Okay. And what were I like, they? I like that you're letting everyone know which of these questions is actually like good enough to be in an, a real trivia <laughs> game. This is the second. <laughs> and it's it only works for me and you. No one else. And I knew, I knew that. I knew these things. <laughs> It's the premise of the game. Yeah. Uh, One, Titanic, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Deadpool, Thor, Love and Thunder, Deadpool 2, Twilight Saga, Eclipse, The Twilight Saga, New Moon, The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn, Part 2, Man of Steel, the Zack Snyder Superman movie, 10, The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn, Part 1, 11, X-Men, The Last Stand, 12, X2, 13, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, 14, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, 15, Godzilla, 16, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, 17, X-Men Origins Wolverine. That's right, another X-Men movie. 18, Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. 19, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And finally, number 20, Elf. So, Travis, first, how many of those do you think I've actually seen? I'm going to say the three that I think that you saw. So three is my answer. Okay. And it's Titanic, uh, Night at the Museum, and Elf. Those are my three that you've seen. Wow. Travis, if you can believe it, it's even more embarrassing than that. (laughs) The answer is two. (laughs) You had Elf right, and the other one is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I saw it last week with my son. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to guess Sonic the Hedgehog 2. That's so funny. You haven't seen Titanic? Nope. Never actually saw it. I've seen clips here and there. Of all of those, that's the only one that it's like, you should see Titanic. There's like a a good chunk of it I've definitely seen. A good, like, cohesive chunk. 
I saw The Godfather for the first time last year, and I was like, I've seen okay. all of this movie because it's been parodied so That's extensively. Funny. Like, I knew everything that happened because it had all been parodied, and like, I knew all the lines. And I think if you watch Titanic, you'll know about a third of it because it's been so. That's I mean, it's crazy, James Cameron, yeah. man. He don't miss. No, I, I mean, I would love to see all, all, almost all of these movies. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of them are great. <laughs> they, the they did really well at the box office. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was fun. You did a good job, Darren. Good boy. Thanks, Travis. <laughs> Vancouver's, uh, we, I really hope we beat these guys. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't, fuck. When we it's come back, like, what if we have to play them in the first round and we have to do oh, another God. preview episode? Also, the when turf. When we come oh. back. Oh, yeah. When we come back, we're going to make some bets. And we're back. Now it's time for a segment called Bet It and Forget It. Bet It and Forget It. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. it. Every week, Travis and I end the show with a bet for this week's games. We make an outlandish prediction for that week, something that almost definitely will not happen, but good. Each week, we both put up $5. If no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week. Eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they might win a good chunk of change. Neither of our bets cashed last week, so our bet pool for this week is now $100. Vince threatened to swoop in and swipe some of Travis's winnings in his absence, but it did not happen. All right. I, so our, our, we're at 100 which is a, we, I think we should gift ourselves the ability to try to win now that we're at we a hit, big We hit the hundo. We hit the hundo. This is the most it's ever been. <laughs> And I have a bet for the end of the season that I feel very confident in, Darren. And I've never said that before. No, you're not usually that confident. And I think think karma is going to help me out here. And my bet is this. Against Vancouver, Stipe Buke gets a brace. Two goals for Stipe Buke against Vancouver. And he helps me bring home... The hundred dollars because I never doubted Stipe Buke. I'm banging my hands like Adolf Hitler. Travis, you're not gonna believe it, but my bet was gonna be Stipe Buke scores one goal. <laughs> no, um, not crazy enough. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, I think that's also good karma for you because you you had the right amount of respect. In well, here. The other way to go is well, you already did Mario Gonzalez, but you could do Mario Gonzalez brace, and we can just do have a brace off of two people that need goals. You know what I want to do? A particularly long range LAFC goal. We would have to decide like how long range is long. Okay, range I know what the, I, I, my my backup bet is was also in this wheelhouse, and you can you can take it, which is. We were talking about the Beckham doc and how they said he was the first person to ever score over the goalie's head. Why don't you just bet? that someone chips the goalie from distance. It could even be either team, you know? Okay. Yeah. Someone will chip the goalie. Like, like, well, like from include, distance. Yeah. From distance. And that doesn't mean just a great shot from distance. Yeah. It has to be the, the goalie goalie's has off to his look line. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That seems way, that seems more unlikely than a steep. Well, no, it doesn't. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never uh, doubted boy. him. Well, we shall see. That's our show. Darren, take us away. Just a reminder, we'll be streaming our post-game call-in show 10 Not minutes us. after the final whistle. But it won't be us. <laughs> it will be Vince and a mystery guest at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. There's a link in the show notes. Talk to us in the chat. 
They'll post a link. You can join them on the air. It will be a lot of fun. It'll be a different energy, both because we won't be there. The parents are gone. They'll party. <laughs> we're the parents. We'll be at yeah. a wedding in New York. It'll be interesting to see if we're how fucked up we are, if we're fucked up enough to like fuck around in the chat while this is happening. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what it's like. Be, be, I'm so be nice sad to be them. missing decision day. I'm happy we're going to this wedding, but it's, I went this to the is, Angel I can, City I can decision think of, day. It was so fun. Oh, man. It was fun to watch on TV. Yeah, I, I, there are very few things that I would be excited to go to instead of being part of Decision Day. This is luckily on that list. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not okay. going to listen, Darren. You could say that you'd rather watch. Uh, <laughs> our theme music is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer. Along with YouTube, you could follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. And if you made it this far into the episode, chances are you're enjoying the show. And if that's true and you want to show your support to us and Vince, please consider becoming a friend of the foot at $5 a month at patreon.com slash happyfootsadfoot or pick up some Halfo Sappho inspired merch by going to happyfootsadfootpod.com. Any support really goes a long way to paying our bills and helping us making this show and keeping it going and the community growing. And again, thank you endlessly to everyone over the course of this season who both subscribed to the Patreon or didn't, but just participated in this show and allowed us to hang out with you. I know the season's not over yet, but it's going to be like nerve wracking. And who knows if the last time we do that, we won't know the last time we do this, if we end up losing or whatever. So it's like, I just want to say thank you now to everyone. So we don't have to like say it all just in case every playoff game. (laughs) Yeah. Because so I feel like that's bad everyone. karma to be like, oh, we're going to say things in case we lose. Like, yeah. Well, we'll do that. like a season <laughs> recap and shit, but it's like, we're, yeah, we'll do I, I don't know. It, we're not it just going feels like, We'll do stuff in the off season too. This feels like the bookend to me, but I just want to say thank you to everyone, whether or not you subscribe to the Patreon. But if you did, we like you more than the people who did it because you helped us pay off the, the server fees and shit we have to pay for. But everyone, we're very thankful that you're here. Thank you all so much. Yes, I could have said it better. Thanks again. And we'll see you. We won't. Vince will see you on the live stream, baby. (laughs) Vince loves you. you. At at PC Place, baby. Love you. Bye. Bye. Vince loves you. Bye. Vince loves you. Bye. Vince loves you. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.